I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to The Daily Doctor's Kitchen with me, your host, Dr. Rupi. I'm a medical doctor, cookbook author, podcaster, and studying for a master's in nutritional medicine. The Daily Doctor's Kitchen is a series of bite-sized nuggets of information all to do with food, nutrition, healthy living to allow you to live your best life. Remember, you can listen to full-length episodes of The Doctor's Kitchen podcast wherever you listen to pods. And my latest cookbook is 321. Three portions of fruit and vegetables per person, two servings per recipe, and all using one pan. Curries, stews, tray bakes, you name it, it's in the cookbook. There's a couple of things I just wanted to, to pick up on there that you mentioned that I just thought were so eloquently put the foundation for why people have uh, issues with with mental health or mental health conditions or you know uh, diagnoses can be so different in in one case it might be the nutritional component and one you know element it could be a childhood component a psychological component a pain component a connection component there's so many different components and and what we're, what you're talking about in your book is you know one component very important very you know critical to address across most people but just one component because you're a specialist in a field that is so so complex and i don't think people appreciate that it can't just be a pill for every ill diagnosis yeah i mean i think it, it it's it's hard because medications in some ways have been so stigmatized and, and i think talked about by a lot of people who either don't use them well or individuals mm. who understandably don't like them because they've had a bad experience or a bad side effect or have had a family member, um, you know, have either weight gain or, or, you know, had even worse depression. And so, yeah. you know, I certainly appreciate those criticisms. I think at the same time, as you're saying, when, when I think about my job, my job is eliminating depression as quickly mm. as possible. And so nobody wants that, some, you know, until that job is done, um, I'm sitting with somebody who's really depressed and and that's um that's hard to I would say it's hard to yeah it's hard to tolerate in some ways as a doctor to learn to because it doesn't go away right away as anybody with mm-hmm. severe depression knows or resistant depression knows you can be doing everything right you can be eating lots of kale pesto and and, and wild salmon and anchovies and, and still maybe need to uh, get into a therapy around a trauma you had or a trauma that maybe people don't even see as a trauma right? Like mm. you were raised in a wonderful household and everybody thought it was great, but actually it was really cold on the inside of that house. Mm. Um, and just, there wasn't a lot of hugs. 
you know, that really influences how people love, how people care for themselves, how people Absolutely. nourish themselves. And so that's the kind of work I hope that people will be encouraged to do. And as you say, food is one aspect. I think one of the things that excited me about nutritional psychiatry when I really started this journey over a decade ago now was it's one of those aspects that just hasn't been talked about. I mean, I talked yeah. to some of you know, I have incredibly interesting, very smart, very educated patients who it is news to them. They haven't really yeah. ever thought about and they know and it's what's also strange to me Rupi, is everyone knows we emotionally eat like oh what are you doing like oh comfort food like i'm down yeah, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> right that that we all know when we're anxious what do we eat but there's also this weird disconnect that we don't kind of think about that our brain is this just incredibly complex nuanced mm. you know gift miracle that we've been given like you won the lottery you have a human brain it can do mm. anything mm. um that you know it does better on certain foods. We, we, and in certain foods are really toxic to it. Anybody who's drank too much alcohol, good case in point. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, but I, I do hope that uh, my work and, and the effort of lots of nutritional psychiatrists um, and the researchers like Felice Jacka, um, mm. you know, wonderful researcher uh, who did the SMILES trial, really the first randomized trial around um, using food to treat depression. Uh, Umanadu at Harvard. So there's, you know, I, I think it's a growing movement. And, and mostly I just want people to hear today that as we are all struggling with the human emotions of depression and anxiety, and that's different than a clinical diagnosis. And I think what I always want to be clear about is that clinical depression and anxiety really merits and deserves clinical treatment. The symptoms of depression and anxiety really deserve a strategic plan for your mental wellness and mental fitness for you, just as a person. That those are kind of some of the hurdles I think for everyone of how do we how do we deal with all of the anxieties that we have, especially now in the world, and still function and in some ways enjoy our lives. I and mean, that's a huge challenge right now. How do we be surrounded by all of the grief and pain and death and fear that's going on? And still have gratitude, yeah. and so it's you know it's not like food's going to solve any of that, but but I do think that having your brain nourished in a way that tilts it towards more optimism, and then also that action helps. We you know it's everybody knows you start the run, you're like oh, you finish the run, all those moments you wanted to stop you didn't, you feel amazing, and that's not yeah. endorphins. That's 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 a basic simple principle of human psychology that humans love to be loved. And even if that's self-love, we love that too. We're just like yeah. human, human brains are needy beasts that way. And, uh, and that's kind of what makes them, I guess, sort of wonderful and in constant need of connection. I hope you enjoyed today's Daily Doctor's Kitchen. The Doctor's Kitchen podcast is where I discuss multiple topics around nutrition, medicine, and well-being with experts and researchers from around the globe. So do go check it out. And my latest cookbook is 321. Three portions of fruit and veg per person, two servings per recipe, and all using one pan. Find me on social media at doctors underscore kitchen and sign up for recipes every week at thedoctorskitchen.com. I'm Dr. Rupi, have a beautiful day.